okay, okay, okay. Versatile vigilante, young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Got a special guest in the building. Mr. Get him Lit, 701 Max. Yes, sir. What's going on, bro? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm good, man. Appreciate you coming out here. I'm, uh, Definitely. Definitely. Thanks for having me. You know, it's always good to come network, have some conversations, and just work with everyone who's working in the city. So I came to come chop it up with you, bro. Appreciate that, bro. Some money on the way. You know, we back to make an impact. So let's let's get something done. Let's get something done, man. I love that attitude. So, yo, you're uh, someone I wanted to talk to for sure because mm-hmm. after shout out M Works for setting this up. Huge shout out when shout he M Works for sure. Legend when when he um told me you might be interested in an interview. I looked up your your work and looked up your stuff, and you're more in the behind the scenes game, like giving mm-hmm. guidance, marketing. And I haven't really had a, a conversation with anyone like that yet, so I'm really excited. Um, but before even getting into that, I won't just you know for the viewers introduce you for the first time. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about where you grew up, and we'll kind of go from there. For sure, yeah. So I lived all around. I actually didn't even like live in Toronto my whole life. So I was born like the East York area. So like Broadview, like Gerard. Okay. But when I was really young, we moved far out, went to like London, Ontario for a few years, moved back to like, we were in Durham for a few years. And by the time I was like 14, we moved back to like the East York area. But this time we were up a little more like Don Mills direction. Okay. Yeah. And what was, what was the next question? So, so you you there. you grew up all around Ontario. Basically, you got some mm-hmm. big city, some big city feel, some small town feel. Mm-hmm. Were you like? Because I know you deal a lot with artists, a lot with music. Were you mm-hmm. making music as a kid? Were you getting involved in that when you're moving around? When I was actually 14, my mom has a twin bro, my uncle Buck. He used to rap. Him and all my uncles, my uncle Rain, Uncle Shala, um. All these guys were all rapping. So he hit a point where he was obviously like getting a little older and you kind of were moving on to other things. But he had a whole home studio set up. So one day I was 14, he just said, he just dropped it off on me. He said, do whatever you want with this. So this was like back in the days when you still had a computer tower. Right. So he dropped off the computer tower, the monitor, and um, a mic and a mic stand. I remember today I had the eight Audio Technica AT2020 mic. I had a, the, the tower had Cubase on it, an FL Studio. A lot of people never heard of Cubase. You heard of Cubase? Yeah. Cubase is like an old version of Pro Tools. Yeah. So I had that, and I had a mic stand, and he just dropped that off on me, bro. So from then, I was rapping, I was engineering, I was producing, I was recording the dogs. Like I was just doing all of that, and... It led to a lot of different things when it comes to like trying different lanes in the industry, whether that's try to DJ before, right. try to promote, you know, each one of those things had their own time period in my life, you know, so I ended up reaching this point over like a long, long time. That's really dope, bro. Do you feel if your uncle didn't drop the equipment off, you would have still gone down that direction? Man, it's hard to say, bro. I never really thought about that, to be honest, but... That's really hard to say. Like, I was always interested in music. Right. But if it wasn't for that at such a young age, I don't know if I would have had the ability to actually 
record nothing. This was this is like, I'm talking about when I was 14, so this was like 2010. Mm-hmm. I'm 26 right now, so man, I don't know, bro. It's not like today where they can record music on their phone and That's shit with a bad vibe and all of that. So I don't know how it would have turned out, bro. But just you know, everything happens for a reason. So just thank God for my uncle Buck. You know what I mean? That's really true, bro. So mm. you started doing that at 14. You say you're 26. A lot of time in between that that mm. point. Were you going hard from your own music from the get go, or was it more producing? Like, kind of, what was the next step after you got your feet wet with that equipment? I, I, I tried a lot of different things. So in the beginning, really, it was a lot of just bringing my people over and recording. And it took me a while to actually get the confidence to actually put some music out. Right. Just one, just money wise. And two, like I was doing everything myself. And then I had a stint where I was rapping, but I wasn't really trying to be a rapper per se. I was more trying to be a producer. That was like, you know, a few years of my teenage years. I said like a year or two spent on that. And then I tried DJing and promoting. That was like another year. This is all like through my like high school, like, you know, late teenage years between like, I'll say like age like 16 to like 19. Right. Then I kind of got sidetracked and kind of left the music alone for a little bit. Bro, I had, um, my cousin had a condo by Yorkdale. We were all staying over there. Yep. And because it was like two bedrooms, so we were like putting money in and we were all staying there. I think it was probably like 19, 20 at this time. And I would leave my laptop and my studio equipment over there. And then people were getting comfortable with it because everybody would always come through the house, you know. So I will come back sometimes and I would see, like, where the fuck is my beats? The headphones for the studio equipment. Yeah, everyone's taking your shit. Then after a nigga come back wearing my shit like he was on the road wearing it like it was, you know what I mean? So people were getting comfortable with my stuff. And I should have seen that from before. But long story short, one night I came back and my whole laptop was fried. And someone spilled alcohol all over my shit. I lost years of beats, years of songs, years of everything I've been working on since I was 14. And that was all gone. After that, I kind of took a break off of it and started doing stuff a different way. I was trying to, like, obviously, like, look more money direction to get my life together. Because, obviously, I'm getting older. I'm out of high school now. Right. You know? So, I got kind of sidetracked. Fast forward to like 2018, 2019, I have a little bit of money now. I don't have a home studio no more, but I'm just paying for studio time. I'm doing that. I dropped a few songs between like February and July of that year. I dropped three music videos. Okay. And then that was kind of the beginning of where I'm at right now. It was like, um, it was really a learning lesson because I put the videos out and they didn't really do what I wanted them to do. They didn't really get the results. And then I kind of just started finding out ways to push the music. And that's where it all started. Very interesting, bro. What you're telling me there makes it makes a lot of sense because I see mm-hmm. the the content you put out and yeah. the messages you put out. And I'm thinking like that's not something someone could just come up with after like a month of trying to do s- some shit in music or whatever field. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me to hear that you had those different phases. Cause like those are the experiences that lead to where you currently are you know definitely bro it definitely it took a lot to get here and like 
just how you're asking me if I didn't get that studio when I was 14, would I be here right now? It'd be hard to say because I had so many different aspects of the music. I had experiences with so many different aspects of the music up until now. It'd be hard to say that I really have as much knowledge and insight as, as where I'm at right now based on all those things for sure. No, that's real, bro. That that's sh- I think it just does happen for a reason, as as mm. cliche as it sounds. Like everything kind of happens Facts. how it's supposed to, you know. Thousand percent. You went from all that to doing more on the marketing side. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing that kind of got you down that direction? Other than, of course, like the laptop getting fried. Like, were there mm-hmm. mistakes or things that you felt people were doing? Where you're just like, fuck, man. There's a fix for this. Like, and I have some experience to help this. It was more so a fix for things that I was doing. Because mm. remember I told you I was making music. I put out three videos. Right. So I was on some shit like, what, did I, what am I not doing? Because I put three videos out. I shot one of them with Ham Productions. Yep. You heard of him? Yep, absolutely. I shot another one with Dante Chung. Big names. Another one I had, um, it was like a smaller guy who I knew personally. But he went to film school, so low-key, his video was actually the best out of all the three, in my opinion, because he was really cinematic with the whole shit. But long story short, I'm like, bro, this is quality content. Why am I not really hitting my targets or doing what I want to do? And I thought about what I was doing. I was like, okay, I put the song out. I shared it to everybody I knew. I paid for some blog posts. So Canada Hip Hop TV. Yeah, they used to be more relevant back then. I think they're still doing their thing. Um, a few different ones. I don't remember exactly the ones I posted. Right, I just did what I seen everyone else do. Right, like what what people see on the front end. Like as someone who like listens to music as a music fan, you might think like that's all there is to it. Yeah, six buzz reposts. It's gonna do numbers. Yeah, repeat. exactly. So I thought that was the formula, and I didn't really do nothing else other than that. And so I got to do my research because that's a whole other side of me. Like, you know, really, I am kind of like technical. You know, I have a little bit of a nerdy side. I have a little bit of, um, you know, also an entrepreneur side, too. So I'm, I'm, I'm type of person who will pick up that book, who will hop on Google and read a couple articles for a few hours. Right. Who will dive into the information. So I went that route. And then I was like, wow, like there's a whole world of information and activity that goes behind when someone quote unquote discovers a song. And I had no idea. And then there were a few names who were doing it at that time. It was very limited who was putting out the information at that time because digital marketing was new for music. It was very common for businesses, but for music, it was still emerging. So I'm going to give a shout out to some of the ghosts in my lane. You guys can check these guys out too if you guys are interested in what I do. They've been doing the same thing for a lot longer. So Jens the Guru was someone who I learned from early on. Um, His content on um, Instagram, a little bit on YouTube. Brandman Sean and Ja'Cory Barkley. Okay. Those guys, really, really big. I've been learning. I learned from them early on and their content. J.R. McKee. These are all people who I was studying, and they were putting out information that I didn't know existed. And then once I found that information, it was in the back of my head to turn myself into someone who could operate in that sphere. 
and it took a few years to get to the point where I started actually doing what I was doing, but that's kind of where it began, just doing my research as an artist, finding out about it, and then just kind of being mind blown. That's really, that's a really great story, bro. You kind of mm-hmm. unlock that code to a whole nother, a whole nother life out there, really. Yeah. And shout out to you for bringing those guys up because I'm not familiar with them. Definitely mm-hmm. got to check them out. When you started seeing all this knowledge, is that kind of when the like Mr. Get em Lit mentality started of like, let me put, make my own content and let me give out some gems? Hell no. Okay. No. Like initially, I still wanted to make music, but I just knew that there's a lot to that. And then it kind of gave me like inspiration to want to go and like start a music company. Okay. My my first initial goal was to have like a like a multimedia studio, like one area for recording songs, like a recording studio. Next one for like photo, video, podcast shit. Right. I wanted to kind of do that, so I could kind of position myself as someone who makes money in the music industry, so I could continue to fund my artistry. You know. Yep. But it didn't really end up working out that way. There's, there's a few barriers, obviously, along the way, money-wise and other things. And I kind of just had a mentality of, you know, go out and do something and get the money, then come back and then do what you want to do. But then you get distracted getting the money because it becomes your life now, right? And then I, I got caught up in that. So really, between 2018, it took me until 2022 to really jump out and, and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to the public with this. In between, there was a lot of courses they were taking though, right? There's a lot of information that was uncovered. There's a lot of studying. I was practicing behind the scenes with people I know personally. Might run an ad here for somebody, right? Do a little PR here for somebody, stuff like that. And getting my, you know, my experience in. But yeah, it really took until 2022 to like actually weed out all the bullshit and and commit and it really happened that was another crazy story to be honest bro so like 2022 or is it this i think this was even leading into 2022 this is like summer 2021 like in the middle of covid yeah so like i had some delivery service i was doing right where we were like you know, like doing some dispensary shit, but just delivering bags and whatever. And then I had a whole situation with that where that just all went left for me, like completely left. Like I went from making some decent money to like making like nothing. That that was like out of the picture. And then right when I was about to get it back where I wanted it to be, me and my girl caught COVID, bro. We were fucked up. Like I had like like some people had COVID where they're like they weren't affected. Like I was fucked up. I didn't have that experience, bro. Like You got the full package. I got the full <laughs> combo twenty Tuesday. Yeah. I got the whole shebang. I was there like waking up, cold sweats, dry mouth, lips cracking, like spaced out head space, like it was fucked. Like it lasted for like five, six days and then it kinda started going away. But after that, like, I'm just like, bro, nothing is working right now. <laughs> nothing mm. is working right now. I even felt like I was getting some bad karma for some shit from before, you know? 
And I'm like, bro, I have to make a change in my life right now. I had to make a change. And it was like some information I was taking into from like people like, you know, like you ever heard of like Bob Proctor? It sounds familiar. He's actually from Toronto, but he's super big in like the self-development, self-help space. He's okay. like an old dude. He actually died not too long ago. Gotta check him out as well. Yeah. So I was reading his his book and I was listening to his shit and he said something about every dollar that you earn should be earned in a transaction where both people benefit equally, right? I never knew that before, you know? And it just put me in a new mindset, like, bro, like, I have to cut everything out of my life that's not, like, I'm not making somebody's life better, you know? I'm not yes. going to do transact with nobody and take nobody's money if, if I'm not making their life better. Mutually beneficial. Exactly. And then, so, I just really X'd out a whole bunch of bullshit out of my life, like, for good, forever. And then, I just, I really just turned straight, like... I'm like, yo, I need, I need to go in 9 to 5, you know? And then as I'm getting 9 to 5, I'm going to work in the lane of marketing, right? And get my, my marketing skills up. And then on the same time, I'm going to be trying to market these artists, right? But I had a hole to dig myself out of, too. That was a whole other story. But, like, financially, I was, like, going through some shit, too. So that was really what sparked it. I put everything else behind, and I said, bro, let me just try and get a job in some marketing shit. And, you know, just build myself up. I had, like, a list of courses I wanted to take, finish those courses, and then just take it to the market. Good for you, bro. That's a really, really cool story to hear because it's mm -hmm. a lot of people would have gone the other way. Like, after mm -hmm. probably at that COVID stage, I think a lot of people might have said, it's not working for me. I'm done. Like, I'm just yeah. going to fold. And you took it a different direction, which is super humbling. Mm. what's working now what what i'm doing now is not working gotta yeah. make some changes bro so Facts. yo shout out to that and the fact that you made it happen too mm. you say you did these courses you're doing what you're doing got other other work like that takes yeah. a lot man i really respect that appreciate it bro it was a, it was a struggle too because even the job that i was trying to get it wasn't even what i wanted like i had heard basically like you know the smartest thing to do like employment-wise is get a job in the lane you want to grow in because money's not worth your time. Even though you need the money, you need to be getting money and experience. Yes. And knowledge, right? So I was applying for marketing jobs, bro, and I couldn't get shit. I got this one job. They, they said it was marketing, but it was really like sales. So they had us fucking at the gas station selling fucking um, upholstery cleaner for mm. these car seats and shit. And I was like, man, what? I'm trying to be like running ads and a whole kind of other shit but it was just a grind bro but it definitely paid off 100 percent, bro i i i still do a nine to five as well and mm -hmm. hold this shit down on the side to try to grow it for those same reasons mm -hmm. i don't know if you had this experience but in my nine to five life it makes me hungrier hungrier than my other part of my life because in the nine to five i have really not much control i have not much like mm -hmm. it's not my company you know yeah. but in the in my other shit, it's like, yo, I could actually make some changes here. Do you kind of feel that as well? A thousand percent, bro. A thousand. It's like, when you're doing that, you're like, I can't wait to get out of this shit, man. I don't want to come to this shit ever a fucking game. Real shit. So you go home and you're like, bro, I'm doing whatever I got to do. Like, fuck dinner. Like, I'm here trying to work on that type of time right now. Definitely. Facts. 
No, that's awesome, bro. I love that story because, again, kind of the... I love rappers, bro. I love mm-hmm. artists. But the artist story is typically, like, yeah. their musical talent. Mm-hmm. It's not too much, like, work ethic or... Uh, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? For like, sure. like, I think the guys that take a different route have mm-hmm. a little more life experience, too. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. What if you don't really have much music talent or, like, whatever, but you got a brain you mentioned you were always resourceful willing to do the work you know there's a lane huge lane for that a huge lane bro and you know when i when i spent time in the states which i've been doing a lot more often like i get reminded how valuable somebody like me is yes out here a select few people recognize that value and it's not because they don't need it or it's not because you know they don't respect it it's just because they don't understand what it really is that I do. But down there, it's, more, it's way more common. And just going down there and realizing, like, this lane is like a, it's like a fucking, it's, it's, it's profitable, bro. Just put it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of people want to fuck with you when they hear this, what you're into. So there's so many artists down there. So anyone watching this, there is a lane, bro. There is a lane. Sometimes you got to build yourself up where you're at. And then go check out some other horizons, bro, and you'll be surprised at the way people react to you. Real shit, man. Real shit. And I think, too, I like your point about the States and the especially music scene. There's always mm-hmm. been moguls in the States. Like, mm-hmm. there's always been guys like, the first thing that comes to mind, Dame Dash. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. he ever put a song out. You know, like, yeah. that guy was mm-hmm. a real guy. Mm-hmm. In Canada and Toronto, there's never been, like, a big name mogul or behind the scenes guy or a and r like mm-hmm. bro in the states like you know some a and r's you know some like big names like that yeah. here it's like very artist centric which is cool mm-hmm. but it's kind of short-sighted too you know for sure there's definitely some guys some guys in the background who um don't get as much recognition as they should absolutely but um i feel like over in the states a lot of those guys are just more renowned they have more of a celebrity presence versus some of the guys out here but it's definitely not the same it's definitely not the same but um you know shout out a couple guys in the city like shout out Shaq diesel yo shout out Shaq diesel i see him working with my guys um straight to the bag a lot yeah real ones shout out him he's on his anr shit he manages a couple artists yeah um who else is moving Shout out to my guy, Sonny Diamonds, right? He started off really as an engineer, but right now he's starting like a publishing house. Fire. Right? And he's he's supporting a lot of artists that way. So shout out to him for that. Um, there's definitely a, a there's up a and coming. Yeah, there's a few of them, bro. Things are changing. Um, Even um, I've been watching him. I don't really know too much about him personally, but you heard of Tay Lee G? No. She's a female artist, bro. I, I, pay, I pay a lot of attention to what's going on in the city and... and she she signed to um she she's working with these people called Shoebox uh, Music Group. Okay. They have a little movement going on there too, you know. I don't really know too much about it, but I I see something's going on. So, shout out to all those people. But what I feel like in in the city, one of the issues with that is, it's just not fully understanding the business because the business isn't from here. The music business, especially in the hip hop R and B lane, is not from here. No. The, so it's like it's right across the border. It's a short trip away, 
right? But when you go over there, you notice a lot of differences just based off of the understanding and the presence of what it what it really is. You know, so it's growing out here, but like once more artists are exposed to like how the industry really functions, people like that will start to get more recognition out here. I agree, bro. I think yeah. I think it's it's coming. Mm-hmm. And your comment there of like where artists hope to get more informed about the industry more mm-hmm. just more understanding of it would you mm-hmm. say that's a goal of yours in in your services a thousand percent that's why i make content the way i do one thing i'll say about me in comparison to even a lot of the, these execs in the states people don't aren't just giving it out for free like me facts when when they make their content a lot of them they give you like the the basics the you know the bare min not the bare minimum but they're just they just brush the surface they're trying to sell a course half the time everyone got to eat right and, and you know how we've been growing up is the game is to be sold not to be told big facts but when it comes to max we're passing this shit out for free and it, it's paid off for me I haven't, I haven't took any any losses from it i haven't really suffered financially at all from telling all this information for free if anything i've benefited in a major way but um you know, that's definitely one of my goals is to help, bro. Just, just like lay that helping hand, provide value, and you know, just, just, just lead the fucking, lead the um, the space in changing people's mentalities. Yep, a new, yeah. ma- a new way of thinking. Exactly. I feel you, bro. That's kind of why I want to talk to you as well, because mm-hmm. the things you're talking about are super valuable. I see mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm not in the music world, but I'm in the mm-hmm. content world, and yeah. I've seen a lot of the shit you're saying, like, work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's very valuable to hear. Like, positivity, I think, does bring financial gain as well, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, bro, if you really, kind of what you're saying about, uh, bob bob proctor yeah his point of if it's helping both if it works for both bro Mm -hmm. that means probably going to be a repeat customer maybe or you know people remember that yo max helped me out exactly you know it's like it's not a short-term hit yeah relationship building we don't do those bro because like i'm in this industry for the long run to stay so you know everybody i come across i want to be on on good terms with in 10 years Right, so you know that that quick business shit, like make five bands today, fuck him over, never have to see him again. That's incorrect. You will probably have to see him again. Number one, <laughs> real shit. And number two, you never know who that person's gonna become, right? And besides that, at the end of the day, it's just like you know the whole the whole concept of gaining and potentially having like a prosperous life by fucking people over is false it's not really true it's gonna come back the energy is not gonna lie it's gonna return to you one way or the other you might get away with it today but you might end up in some fucked up situation in, in six months to a year and be like why the fuck is this happening to me think back bro about the kind of energy you caused you know what i mean you're absolutely right bro i completely agree and i actually think it's crazy because you can relate it to content that you put out as well like your your content's always um, for enti- for knowledge, like to put yeah. more knowledge out there to help. Mm-hmm. If your content is for bullshit, 
yeah. breaking someone down or just mm-hmm. gossipy shit. Yeah. How is that sustainable? But knowledge, positive shit, like mm-hmm. there's always gonna be an appetite for that. Yeah, that's that's what I learned. Like it's like, bro, new people is being born every day. You can I can literally regurgitate not regurgitate, but like I'm saying, like I could like make content for a year straight, next year talk on the same topics, and I'm gonna have a whole new uh, batch of people who never heard the shit before. You know, new people turning 16, 17, 18, getting ready to jump in the game, unexposed to the knowledge. So it's never going to get old. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right, bro. And you um, you put out a couple of videos and, and your content is in this format of like shorts, mm-hmm. like uh, IG reels, yeah. YouTube shorts, TikToks. Mm-hmm. You feel like that's here to stay, that style of, of content? Not uh, yours per se, just mm-hmm. that yeah. category. I think yes. No. no. Everything has an expiry date, bro. Like it's it just got here. This is still very very new. You know what I mean? Very but new. nothing like you know because you think about how everything started. You know, started with like what TV. You know, driving movies. Then it went to you know like YouTube. Now it's short form. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be something else. Technology's gonna change every day. So the, the the formats and the and the tools that we use all have an expiration date, bro. Because it's always some smart ass person somewhere trying to make some new shit, you know. And ten years from now, it's probably gonna hit. So short form is gonna come, it's gonna have its phase. It's gonna it's gonna go. But the the concept of like people consuming information and, and sharing information and communicating to each other through video, I don't think. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. It's just going to take a new medium. Real shit. That's mm-hmm. a great answer, bro. You're Because yeah. you're absolutely right. There's been a new trend every every mm-hmm. few years or so. Yeah. I remember um, even a couple years ago, like, trailers seemed like it was going to be a real, like, yeah. and it kind of died, you know? There's always mm-hmm. something. Do you feel like the short-term stuff, though, is where, if you're an artist, mm-hmm. should that be marketing-wise the focus? Yeah, short bro. form content that's that's free marketing i put out a video and i kind of explain how a good short form video that gets pushed by the algorithm is a free ad because Saw if, that. if i put an ad out and i put money behind it say i reach fifty thousand people for x amount of dollars boom but if you make quality content you post consistently the algorithm can do that for you for free and I'm evidence of that because up until this day, up until this day, I have not put a budget behind my own marketing campaigns. I've been driving my traffic 100,000% for free by content. I started giving more than I was taking, doing free calls, free ebooks, all that shit. That quickly translated into me having an email list and X amount of shit. And then now I'm eating off of posts that I just, I whip on my phone. The only money I spend now is because I don't have time to edit, so I pay people to edit my videos now. Right. Right? But, yeah, bro, that's definitely where they should be at, especially on a low budget. It drives it drives action. People see videos and they do something after. They'll see a dope video of a dope sign, be like, yo, where is that? Let me go get that. They'll see a dope video of a dope product, right, or, or, or someone like me who's providing a service, and they'll be like, yo, I want to lock in with that person. So... 100% bro, especially on a budget. 
Big facts, man. Big facts. Because also, mm. you, you, I think this kind of relates to another point you made that I've mm. always felt. Yeah. Where you're talking about artists specifically, where it's like you got to put more music out. Because mm. it's like if you only have a couple songs out, even if they're super hot, like mm. there's just too much else out there to yeah. keep someone. And I completely agree. And I, I think that's where the content can help mm. a lot. Because, yo, I'm, think about like two, three minutes of video footage. How many reels or TikToks can you make just out of that? Yeah, a bunch. Bro you know you think that's a big thing that is going on right now just not enough content being put out from artist perspective yeah it is because a lot of um people in general are slow to the punch you can see some coming before it happens a select few people and then once it happens you're gonna have another select few people who jump on it right away yeah and then you're gonna have another bag full of people who's moving like snails and a lot of these artists, is that's the point that they're in, and not to put the blame on them, but they're having issues, whether it's what to post, how to post, how to do it, you know. But the information is out there if they put their mind to it. I was able to uncover the information, and I'm not an artist, right? And that's holding them back. So one of the main things that I notice with artists is they have trouble posting consistently. And yeah. then they come to me, and they're like, yo, I want to push my music. All right, cool, let's do it. I look at your page, you're not really posting like that. That's fine. I can help you fix it. But do you have the willingness and do you have the confidence? Are you like, do you want it bad enough? And a lot of them don't. So it holds them back because one, when we run ads, what is an ad? To the consumer, an ad is nothing but a visual that pops up on their screen when they weren't ready for it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the visual is half the battle. So if you're not creating dope content to show these people, your ads are not going to be that effective, right? And if your budget is low, right, and you can't afford to run that many ads or you can't afford to do it consistently, right, then you need to be building up your own platform so you can maximize your visibility. And that comes through consistency and posting, right? So without the willingness to, to, to put out a lot of content, you're going uphill battle, right? And that's the struggle a lot of these artists are facing. They're like, yo, man, how do I get exposure? Oh, I, I make fire music. How do I get in front of more people? The answer is always simple, but the grind is always hard. The answer is one word, content. The grind is, you know, day to day, week by week, coming up with ideas, shooting them, having them edited, and don't, not fearing the post. And so that's what it is, bro. But you're definitely hitting on a point there. There's a lot of lack of content, for sure. Bro, I love that you talked about that because I I um I was talking to a friend about this and specifically podcasts where like mm. the biggest podcaster I guess there's argument but to me it would be Joe Rogan like his platform yeah. is just massive. Mm. He puts out like fucking four or five new episodes a week and he's number one like mm. undisputed and yeah. he's putting out that much shit. So when I see um anyone make trying to build something where it's like mm. you're only dropping once every quarter or something like that's nowhere near enough Tripping. bro it's just not it's not feasible if you like have you had that you've had i'm assuming you've had that conversation with an artist yes where like, you're basically posting schedule you're basically telling them like you have to post more you have to do more shit all the time does that ever come with backlash because i sometimes the truth hurts you know no it just comes with excuses there we go i've heard everything bro i've heard like yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm like, all right, bro. We have our scripts because I do content coaching too. Right. We have our scripts. 
You live in fucking Atlanta. I live in Toronto. You got to go shoot this by yourself. You know what I mean? So go shoot it. And then when you have the footage, if you don't want to edit it, I have someone who will do it for you. We need this by this week. Can't. Three weeks later, the content doesn't get shot. They have something. They have something to say. Oh, I was busy doing this. I was busy doing that. Da, 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 da. All that. All that sounds like to me is that it wasn't a priority, right? I heard. I heard like oh, people telling me that you know they don't want to be TikTok rappers. I heard like, I heard so many different excuses. It's never. It's never like oh no. I don't want to make content. It's like, yeah, I should, but you know what I mean? Or 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 an agree, agreeing to actually do it, but then not following through. Facts, man. And it for, like from your perspective, it's like if you do this or don't do it, it's not my life. Like it's your life. You mm-hmm. gotta make. It's like you want to be the biggest, but you don't want to do the biggest work, and. Yeah. It's just interesting to me. It's interesting because, yo, uh, if if you're someone that says, I just want to make my art and mm-hmm. whoever hears it, hears it, that means you're cool. Like, you're not trying to be the big. But if you're saying, I want to be a fucking superstar, mm-hmm. you yeah. can't just say that, bro. Exactly. There's a lot of work that has to be put in. Yeah, bro. And even on the topic of superstars, that's one of the things that holds them back. They... They watch what people who are already popping are doing. Facts. And they're trying to move like that. I think that's how you get there. No, that's how you move when you're already there. Exactly. You, you, you can't. Don't look at that guy. Don't look at Lil Dirk. Don't look at his. No, don't get off his page. Don't look at Drake, man. You're not Drake. You're not Drizzy, bro. <laughs> you need to go find yourself some people who's who's up and coming and who's making noise. Facts. And, and who's rising. And and if you notice, they're, they're active in one way or the other, you know, on the internet. At the end of the day, the internet's not everything. But it's, it's an amplifier. It's part of it. Yeah. It's a big chunk of it. You know what I mean? If you're an outside person, you want to do shit in real life, that's beautiful. That that helps us 10x. But to get that multiplier, that X, you got to put it in front of as most people as possible. Absolutely. So, so once we have some fly shit going on in real life, we send that around the internet, conversions, bro. I promise. Absolutely right, bro. I, I'm asking you this because I, mm-hmm. I think you have a fucking strong knowledge of not just music, mm-hmm. but... The behind the scenes shit. Were you a fan of ASAP Yams? You ever re- like do research on him? Honestly, hear about bro, his come up. I I don't even want to be that person, bro, and act like I was after he died. You know, rest in peace. But like, I wasn't really, bro. Like, 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 like not to say I heard his music and I didn't like it. I just really didn't hear that much of his music. He had no music. Oh, uh, he was the he was like the creative genius behind like asap rocky basically okay i brought him up also like some uh, amazing story very smart mm-hmm. guy uh basically he had a tumblr page that was okay. really popping mm-hmm. and when asap rocky started like getting serious he didn't tell his following that asap rocky was his artist he would just mm-hmm. post asap rocky's music Take he me. already had a following and like that mentality was just so smart to me like ahead of the game the reason i brought that up i'm rambling mm-hmm. He talked about a conversation he had with with ASAP Rocky before he was big, mm. and Yams was like, "You're not Kanye," because ASAP yeah. Rocky was moving that way of like yeah. Kanye would do this. I w-. and he's like, "You're not Kanye," you know. Yeah. And I think um, that type of understanding is just necessary, bro. Like you mm. got to do what's on your plate right now. Yeah, you got to understand 
and be like self-aware of, exactly. of, of your position. That's delusional, it's like bro. You can't look around at people who like are way past you and they've already accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. It's like, yeah, you know, they're obviously a, a good source of knowledge because they did it, right? But they did it. Exactly. Not they're doing it. Ten years ago's right. grind is way different than today's. Exactly. Right? Like I'm not I'm not on fucking online right now trying to contact people and like, yo, let's work for free or like doing free phone calls right now. Or like talking to my cousin and I'm like, yo, let me let me let me do this for you for the you know what I mean? Like I passed that. Exactly. I, I did that to get my foot through the door and get my experience. The experience is had now. I don't you know what I mean? So now I move different. So the same could apply to anything. You know what I mean? It's like when you're freaking, when you're in practice, you're in practice. When you're in the game, you're in the game. These guys are not in the game yet. Try, you can't skip these steps, man. Yeah. But if you go through it, you will get to that next step. Exactly. It's such an interesting strategy. And it's facts. Yeah, bro. Huge it's facts. It's fundamentals. But a lot of people want to skip the process. And that's, that's a big thing in, in rap, too. I think my personal opinion is because of the music videos. Okay. It sells a lot of a dream to the people who watch it. You know, you're sitting there watching like, damn, this guy has all the girls, drip down, fly, yacht life, private jet, all that, like everything that you want. And you see that and you want to emulate that and you can't wait to get to that point. But that whole dream you've been sold by that music video is not is not painting a realistic picture in your head. Right? So that really breeds a lot of people who want to skip the process because they don't really want to do it for their passion. They don't really have an understanding for the business. They just want to live the life. Mm-hmm. Facade. Yeah, bro. Bro, I, I see that a lot with like weddings as well. Mm. Like people are envious of like a wedding because they think that's yeah. the picture of a beautiful marriage. Mm-hmm. When it's like, yo, that's just a wedding. Like they just paid yeah. money to do this. It's not a, anything yeah. other than that, you and, know. And they did it on debt too. They used exactly, credit. and it's a music video. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit. Literally, bro. Everything's rented. Everything like nothing is. And yo, you know what? It's like to me, I I like these conversations not to hate on anyone doing their thing, but like mm-hmm. you gotta be smarter, bro. Yeah. You gotta be smarter. You gotta be a little more aware. Hundred percent. But to me, it comes with intentions too. You know, if you have better intentions, you're gonna move better. But if you have the intentions of like, you want to rap because you want to get girls, exactly. or you want to be fly, you want to be that, then it's gonna show through your actions. The people who move smarter, they have better intentions. That's what. That's why they get to the bottom of this shit because they're doing it for. They have a better reason behind it. Exactly, man. Like yeah. you mentioned, your uncles and a lot of family were making music. I bet mm. they were making music first because they love to do it. And art at that music at the end of the day is art. Yeah. And if if that's not your number one, yeah, I think like you're these guys. Hurting. These guys are making music in like the nineties and early two thousands. Back in those days, this shit wasn't even about flexing. Like these guys were just like rappers were wearing whatever. Like yeah, like yeah. a lot of the you know the rich ones had certain shit on. You know what I mean? But I feel like. I might be ignorant to the fact because I wasn't around, but just looking back at it, the way they were, they were dressing and the way that they were moving, the emphasis wasn't as much on, like, you know, materialistic shit and, like, all this fashionista shit that's going on right now versus how it is today type shit, you know? Yeah. it that, that, Like, hip-hop evolution's been pretty crazy. 
yeah if we look looking back on that but no i really like those stories you told because not stories mm -hmm. like information you drop because yeah. it's i think about that a lot as well like how can your actions lead to what you want like it's mm -hmm. there's a disconnect you know like I, it's wild to me so like if an artist mm -hmm. how, who who can get in touch with you like would you take a call with anyone like what's kind of the yeah, situation so, right now like right right now yeah no um back in early february i posted a couple videos and since that point my accounts just been going crazy like my instagram went from like 2000 followers in january to today is in in may i'm at like almost 30k yeah your stuff's doing numbers bro and before my instagram wasn't doing that well my tiktok was doing great though my tiktok's at like 46k right now but um yeah so once my instagram started growing like my tiktok was already driving a lot of traffic now my Instagram is matching the traffic and sometimes even beating it. Right. So shit just grew so fast for me. I didn't really have the infrastructure to deal with everything that happened. So I'm ratcheting it back right now and I'm restructuring it. Adding team members, tapping into like investors, and I'm just building stuff out. So right now I'm only working with people who I'm already working with. Just just for like a few months till I get back organized. But typically, I got a link in my bio. You can go there, click the link in my bio, book a call with me, right? But the last price it was is that it was a hundred US for an hour. You know what I mean? We'll chop it up. And I also have a lot of other services too. Like I do direct work. Like I, me and my team, like we do like we'll run ads, set your ad ad campaigns up. Blog campaigns, reaction campaigns with reaction videos on Twitch, TikTok, YouTube. Um, we do fucking um, content coaching, right? Social media management, like all of that digital marketing shit. So we'll execute for you too. There's different prices for all of those, right? But um, I don't judge based off the music. Currently, I'm starting to reconsider that. Okay. Like... I, I, I don't judge realistically because I just because I don't like the music, someone else might not like it. Right. But I'm going to not start judging based off the music, but I might start judging based off of like work ethic for people I work with directly. Like I'm building my team and my team is going to be working with, you know, whoever is willing to work. Right. But like me directly, like having me actually on your shit versus like, you know, my project managers and, you know, my other marketers I have underneath me. I'm going to start being a lot more selective because my goal for the next year or two is to take an artist from zero to 100. So I'm really getting more detailed in, about who I'm spending my time on because I want to actually turn somebody into like have a stable career and just be a full-time artist. I want to be responsible from the A to the B. And... If an artist is not showing that kind of promise right now, it's not really worth my time investment. I don't really need the money anymore. You know? Very smart, bro. It's kind of, it's kind of like risk management. Yeah. Like you mentioned your time. You only have so much. Mm. It's got to pay off. It's exactly. got to be put in the right position. 
Exactly, bro. That's very real. That's very real, man. Do you think you'll stick in the music world or do you ever see yourself expanding into different types of fields? Like, for example, if an actor wants that, wants some help, what would you think about that? No. Okay. No, one of the things that kind of benefited me, like, to get to this point was just staying in my lane. It benefited me content-wise with my content, you know, sticking right in the right algorithm, getting me in front of the right people who are actually ready to work with me. Right. It benefited me um, knowledge-wise because the more experience I have in one lane, it just compounds versus me. Because everything's different, right? Marketing for an actor, marketing for a musician, marketing for a business, even more so marketing for businesses in different industries. Apples and oranges. All different. So for me, when I learned that lesson a few years back, that working like money isn't worth working. You need to get money and experience. And also, I don't want to get experience in a lane. I don't plan on growing it. So I just stay strictly music. Very real. Very real. That's like, I think an understanding of it's like, can't do everything. Mm -hmm. But we do. Let's do it as fucking well as we can. Yeah. Very exactly. smart, man. Very smart. I don't want to be like one of these half-assed guys out here, you know? We all make our mistakes and we all have our learning curves, but I want to, like, grow into, a, like, a, a, a expert, like a full-fledged, like, sniper. I don't yeah. want to just be someone who just is in it and, you know, I'm good enough, I'm decent, I can get results, I'm cool, whatever, so I'm worth the money, so, yeah, pay me. Like, I want to be, like, over-effective. You know what I mean? And that's that's one of my priorities as I'm growing. I love that, bro. I, I, see, I see the direction you're going. I think it's mm-hmm. fucking brilliant, man. Appreciate like, it, bro. I, and, yo, you, you got the scars to show it, too. Like, mm-hmm. you were doing this since 14, really. Yeah. Like, that's real life. That's real experience, bro. So I, I really commend that. Thanks, bro. Who are you kind of, like, do you have people that you look at in the game? You mentioned some already, but mm-hmm. do you have people that you kind of... We'll tune in to hear what they have to say. Um, anyone now that you're kind of feeling podcast-wise, artist-wise even, oh, like show like, even. Who's talking, um, giving game and stuff like that? Yeah, anyone that you kind of take some stuff from, not in terms of their ideas, mm-hmm. but just like yeah. helping you think a certain way maybe. For sure, bro. A lot of people, bro. I'm a student, bro. And I'm going to give everybody their flowers. I watch a lot of people. I really watch more people. Then, then I don't like even if even if I feel like like not to like toot my own horn and shit but even if I feel like I'm putting out better work than they are yeah if they're in this space I'll give them a follow I'll see what they're up to you know so I watch a, a little bit of everybody bro but like if I wanted to give some recommendations on who's like talking at top definitely brand man Sean and them the whole contra brand agency Right, I'm a I'm a big student of those guys. I bought a few different courses from them. Right, they've helped me out a whole ton a lot. So definitely shout them out first. Um, Jeremy Key is another one. I took his courses too. I took everybody's course, bro. Nice. Yeah. Um, who else is talking? How did you decide to take? How did you decide to whose course to take though? Was it after you watched a bunch of their stuff and you're like, I fuck with them? Or was it kind of right at the beginning? Because I've never done that, mm-hmm. and I've thought about it. it. I feel like you can say there's value in it. How do mm-hmm. you kind of decide to spend your money? Because, yo, 
it's expensive out here. Mm-hmm. When how did you decide to spend your hard earned cash on on a course? I wasn't really too discriminate, bro. Like when I seen a piece of information that I wanted, it wasn't it wasn't a debate whether I needed it or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't trying to leave no stone unturned. Like I like I really wanted it badly. So whoever's was like interested in me at that time, because I'm watching content, like you said, right? Yeah. And whoever's is catching my attention at that time, I'm going for it. Right. So like there's there's one called Entrepreneur, right? Yeah. They had one. There's was on a monthly subscription. Grabbed it. Right. I just was seeing a couple content. It didn't really take too long to convince me, really. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Right. JR I got his because I was brand man and um, they had a free network where artists and, you know, behind the scenes people will network and get a little game. They had a couple of free courses in there, you know. Nice. I was on a free version. This wasn't crazy, but I was on their email list. They sent me an email about JR's course. They had it on a little discount. I read the email, watched the little um, webinar video for like a few minutes, copped it, you know. Um, with brand man's of course they have a they have a music marketer course i was already talking to them right because they already were aware of me and then i was on um one of their live one day they let me know it was on the way as soon as they came out copped it Dope. right so for me personally it was like more so even if i didn't have the money i'll go find it facts you know that knowledge is priceless man it's priceless and that that's what sets me apart because I just know things that other people don't. People ask me all the time, "How the hell do you know all this shit?" Like, like I have willing to find to. it. Exactly. You know, you can find it if you're looking, bro. Exactly. You can find it if you're looking. And I, I ask that question because mm. it's important to understand. Sometimes it'll cost you a couple bucks, but mm. if you're hungry enough, it's gonna be well worth it. You know, I mean, mm. can't just all be free. No, I mean, you know? pay these people. Facts. And I heard um. I forgot who told me this. I was on a consultation call with somebody one time, and they were like, "He's like, he's like, you know what, bro? This was worth it." My, my dad told me, if you buy a book, and it has one piece of new information that helped you in it, it was worth it. Completely agree. So, after I heard that, I already I bought the courses after that point, but before that point, sorry, but um, it just kind of put a lot of things in perspective to me, you know. So. I feel like that's that's a good little little nugget people would take away. Like, you know, if it's out, if it's one piece of information that you get out of that book, out of that course, that could be the one thing that might take you where you gotta go. So, you know, I know you work hard for your money, but investing in yourself and making yourself have a deeper understanding of whatever it is you're trying to learn, it goes a long way because that knowledge doesn't leave you. You carry that with you for years to come. Huge facts. Mm-hmm. Huge facts, man. I love that. That's a great jewel. Um, one last thing I wanted to ask you just out of curiosity, was there a, a video, I would assume a video, it could have been on TikTok, IG, wherever Mm -hmm. that you saw more growth from than others where one, where you, the reaction you got on one specific Mm -hmm. one where it's like, oh fuck, okay, things are starting to change. Cause you mentioned the change in Mm -hmm. followers. I'm curious. Was it like, it was a few videos. So, um, it was one where I was talking about like primary artist rights on a song. Um, it was another one. I could shut my phone real quick. It was like literally within like 
the span of like a few weeks, they were going crazy on both platforms, like TikTok and Instagram. One of them has like 400K on TikTok. Nice. And you'd been posting pretty consistently up to that point. The whole time, bro. There you go. The there you time. go. It literally took like literally when I started this before anybody knew what I was doing, I was doing it behind the scenes. I had 800 followers on Instagram. And that was March 2022. I went all the way until January 2023 and I only increased to 1900 followers. So I went up 1100 followers on Instagram the whole year. My TikTok started from zero, went to like around 30K at that time, right? And my Instagram was growing like a snail, bro. Then after that, these videos hit, happened all at once. All at once, bro. Now I get followers every day. I can't even check my Instagram notifications. People follow me, I don't even see it. I love that, bro. I kind of asked that to ask that second question to show like, yo, if it, if you were consistent with it, it's going to eventually come, you know, has to, bro. if it wasn't those videos, it would have been a couple others later on. Like, exactly. You know, it was also because, you know, I was, I was monitoring and I was improving myself as I go. I wasn't just like doing one thing and then just being stubborn mm. and feeling like, oh, I have it figured out already. I was like analyzing myself and I was making adjustments and, you know, my content was improving Improving, 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 you know, until I got to a point, shit just rang. So look, bro. I'm put these up on the screen too. This the first one right here. 172K. 172K. And this one hit 280K. Right? And then I had a few other ones up started here. To go. Um my numbers started increasing. 149K. 139K and 30. All these ones. So it was like within like a month. Yeah, within like a month or two, like I had a couple of videos just go bananas, bro. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. Good for you, bro. I, yes. I, I love to see consistent. I love to keep, see consistent work level up, you know, mm -hmm. scaling up. You mentioned your, you know, maybe standards are a little higher now. I love that. Yeah. You put work in. It's time to move up. Like, I love that type of shit, bro. Got so to, it's man. great to Yesterday's see. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. It's true, man. It's yeah. true. That's a that's a it's a blessing to go through that as well. Mm -hmm. Someone says, "Oh, what the fuck? Price is different." It is what it is, man. I'm, I'm different. I'm different. I'm, <laughs> I'm different. different. I, I upgrade a little bit. Yo, we don't old grade. We upgrade, man. Yeah, no downgrades. You know um, that one. You have time for one more question, bro? I'm cool, bro. As long as you want to do. This one I wanted to ask you. I'm just curious about it. Mm -hmm. Fake. Buying views, buying mm -hmm. subs, buying any, basically any form of digital, like following. Mm -hmm. it, two questions about it. One, it's a thing. Yes or no. Mm -hmm. Two, do you support that? Yes or no. Or do you have an opinion on it? Number one, is it a thing? It is a thing. It's very much so a thing. Um, number two, do I support it? It's interesting. I have a good story about this. So first of all, I want to shout out this dude named Chad Focus. I was Chad just watching Focus. his yeah, I was just watching his um his podcast interview the other day. He was on Brandman and those podcasts, and I, I after I seen it, I noticed he followed me. I followed him back. We DM'd each other. He hit my number real quick. So shout out to him. Oh, cool people, right? So this guy was actually went to jail for making so much money off of fake streams and like black cat marketing right so when you say is it a thing yes it is a thing and there's some people who figured out how to game the system 
right and actually get paid from those fake streams right um do i support it i'm gonna say just personally my opinion i don't recommend it but there's times where it's been effective so for example like a major label right now you see um little Derek just dropped on friday yep I mean, listen to that Pele code shit the whole way over here. Okay. It's fire. So, he just dropped. Those videos are, songs are also going to be on YouTube. I say he put a video out with it, right? Have you ever went on a industry person's YouTube video, right? And seen that shit on, like, underneath, like, 10,000 views? No. After, like, fucking 10 minutes, though, bro. Like, it's almost immediately. They pay for that. Absolutely. Right? They're not ever going to let you go there and see it underneath no kind of number because the trolls are going to screenshot it, then go on the blog and say, oh, this nigga fell off. Oh, he's not doing no... You see what I'm trying to say? Yep. They don't allow that to happen. It's all about controlling the perception. So, labels do it all the time. But an artist who is signed to a label can afford to do that. Right. Because, not because it's expensive, it's actually dirt cheap, but because they already have an existing fan base of people who are actually willing to pay and support them. For the independent artists now, you need a few things. You need people to stream your music, buy your merch, buy your tickets. Right. In order to do that, your content needs to reach the right people. And by using fake streams fit and fake likes on Instagram and fake views on YouTube. Without a fan base, you're fucking up your profile in the eyes of the algorithm. They're going to have no idea who to recommend you to. And what I mean for that, for people to understand. When you post. If Instagram knows the type of people, the demographic who will engage with your post, they'll send it and show it to them for free. Right. When you do it on YouTube, it's the same thing. If they know the kind of demographic who will watch your video and enjoy it and like and subscribe and comment, they'll show it to them so they can watch it. And then you get a bunch of free views. Right. The same thing on Spotify, Apple Music. If they know the demographic of people who like your music... They'll recommend it to them. They might see it in, in on radio or they might get it in their release radar, Discover Weekly. Right. Right. And then show it to more people and give you free streams. Right. But if they don't know who to recommend it to, that's why most of these artists don't get a lot of views because they haven't given enough data to the platform. Right. Right. If you have if you can send enough traffic by your own strength, by your own advertising, posting your own content your own marketing and get enough people into these platforms that that the platforms will know who likes it and they can show it to similar people. But now picture you have like 50 fans, 50 real fans listening to your music, right? right. You got like a hundred real people, say a thousand real people on your Instagram, right? You got like a thousand real subscribers on YouTube, right? And then you send in thousands and thousands of bot fake accounts, Right. Who, the, who is the platform going to start showing your shit to? They're going to think your fan base is all these robot accounts. So who exactly. else is going to show it? It's not going to amount to nothing. It's going to fuck you up in the long run. Because now you just fucked up your whole algorithm. And 
an independent artist suffer from that in a huge way. The sad thing about it is so many of them do it because they can't stand to see their views looking low. Because, again, they're watching industry people and they want to do what they're doing. And they heard industry people buy it. And, you know, because it looks better. <clears throat> so it's, 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 really, it's really tricky, you know, fucking with bots because... You can you can you can really shoot yourself in the foot before you even start. Yep. Yeah. Amazing answer, bro. I completely agree. I've had experiences where like um I was thinking about interviewing a young artist mm. or whatever, but then I'd see on their page or YouTube that the comments were clearly all fake. Mm. Like it clearly like no one knows who this guy is, but all the comments are saying we love such yeah. and such. Like it's just clearly not real. Mm. And it just was a huge turnoff to me because it's like goes back to our earlier conversation what were your intentions yeah your intentions obviously aren't just to put music out mm -hmm. it's to have an image and it's weird to see bro yeah you know to me at least to I me i feel the same way bro like i get people following me by the following me by the day fake verified as hell yeah. just fake badge um fake likes like beginning like two million followers a hundred thousand followers but then they get like 36 likes and like three comments that's the thing because they got to buy it for every single post like you can go on google right now you can type in get more likes on instagram and they will sell that shit to you for a very very cheap price bro for sure <laughs> you know what i mean so but it doesn't look good bro and if an artist tries to work with me when i see that honestly knowing that it's just going to make my job harder and if they don't cooperate we're not going to be going very far it just makes me like not want to work with you because like i i, I take pride in everything i do and I could just say, yeah, like, let me just let him pay for the services and just he gets whatever results he gets. But, like, that doesn't really mesh with my business model the way how I'm trying to move. So it really kind of does turn me off the same way, bro. I feel you, bro. I 100% feel you on that. Do you feel like I'm taking more of your time, bro? I'm sorry. I'm just so interested. I'm not in a rush, bro. Um, do you feel that if an artist, let's say a, a artist that's doing mm -hmm. consistent um putting consistent stuff out they're not getting a ton of views mm. do you think they're still able to make bread like let's say you know you drop a song you have like yo i want to put this out there too if you're able to get like three four five hundred real plays on a youtube video that's not um easy to do like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yep. it doesn't look like it to, because there's like 50 million view videos and shit but that's mm. good do you feel like an artist like that could make money or do they eventually have to go to a certain point in streams? No, you can you can make money at any point as long as you know how to build a connection and have that direct line with your fans. So the first thing I would need to say is like there has to be some kind of demand. And for you to build up that demand, it's gonna take like some, you know, some good branding and some good music. Yeah. Because, you know, when you come when you when you just start off selling products, merch, tickets, etc. you know. Tickets might be a little easier because, you know, everyone likes to go out and have an experience, so they could probably go to some random club and spend 20 bucks to get in anyways. So right. if they fuck with you, they'll probably pay the, pay the fee. But merch, for example, like, people got to be a little bit invested at least. So it's going to take some time of you putting out projects and building that relationship, you know, with the people who support you. And... That's what one thing a lot of artists don't do. 
you know, like they have their Instagram account, they put their music out, they do this, but there's no interaction. I saw you had a reel on this. Yeah, there's no interaction with the fans, bro. And if you don't have that interaction, when you put something out, you're just really praying for people to engage and to, and to buy. You don't have any like projections, like real projections that you can make. Like, nah, like I know for a fact these 50 people are going to exactly. rock with me. Like if you ask an artist right now, how many fans do you got? They don't have they don't have a, a, a even an estimate on that. No, they can tell you how much followers, how much views, subscribers, whatever. It doesn't really mean like you know. So, if you have an artist who understands branding and can position themselves as somebody who like a certain demographic of people look towards and want to be like, and then you also have you know someone who's willing to engage with those fans and who can have create a direct line for them and either you know through SMS, through email, through, you know, whatever the case may be. You just have a way you can market to them directly without having Instagram in the middle. You can make money at a very early stage, bro. You just, as long as you get people to buy into it, like, mentally, you're going to have to have, like, an aura and a little, a world around you, you know? People will buy into it. You know, you can't just print up a T and... Just want people to buy it because you dropped two songs. There has to be a little bit of like, when I say like a world around you, just create yourself into an experience. <laughs> Facts. Bit of a connection, man. Yeah. So it's like you have favorite artists, I have favorite artists. You feel like mm-hmm. there's a bit of a connection when it's someone you really fuck with. For sure. You know, so I completely yeah, agree, bro. It's if anyone, I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too, where it's like, Getting a reply from an artist that you fuck with is crazy. Like, that's awesome. It's a cool thing. You know what I mean? People underestimate that power. Like, you have someone who's been listening to your songs. Like, yo, this person is lit. You drop that person a DM. You could have made their day. They may not tell you, you know, but it has an impact. 100%. Yeah, bro. Really smart, bro. And you mentioned, I think, I might be getting this mixed up, but you mentioned, like, 200 fans or something. You mentioned the number 200. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was about fans. It was. I made a video about that. A lot of people were actually coming for me for that video. They were okay. trying to check my math. Say the math ain't math and <laughs> shit. But I was really being like figurative in a way where it's possible. So I, I said that if you had 200 fans, we can make $15,000 right now. Because if you can get 200 people, right, to spend, what I say? I said 25 at the door, right? And fifty on a T. I'm pretty sure that was that was what it was. Let me do the math on that. <laughs> right? Back in so, school. Twenty five at the door plus fifty. So that's seventy five each person times two hundred people. Yeah, that's fifteen thousand. If you can get two hundred people to spend seventy five bucks, you just made fifteen K. I did the math, I broke down, you know, some expenses you might have to put in, whether it's like the venue, printing up the T shirts promotion like a little advertising and shit right and i said we could profit like between eight thousand and twelve thousand bucks off of 200 people if you can if you can cause 200 people to spend 75 dollars with you right and like the crazy thing about it is people do that shit every day absolutely every day i had a couple people in the comments you know who don't believe in their self obviously you know coming out my neck and trying to say you know oh you need more than that duh, 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 duh. like at the end of the day it was meant to inspire. You see what I'm trying to say? Even even if you take the same concept with fifty people, you can make more money than you than than, than you think you can make. 
Exactly. One get, person, bro. Yeah. Like, if you get 50 people to spend 75 bucks, you just made 3700 Better than nothing, man. People make that all month. Yo, I love that. I love that you said that, man. Because yeah. it's like, I like what you said. It's You're just not self, you're, you, what did you say? You're self, self-conscious. Like yourself, you self doubt. Yeah, like you have exactly. self doubt that oh, I, I don't know if I can do that. I think it's the same as buying the views. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, if I, someone sees thirteen views on my video, it looks yeah. crazy. So let me just buy them. Exactly. Uh, two hundred. It's gonna take two hundred to make fifteen k. I need millions. I'm not even gonna do this then. Exactly. They you know, they it's don't like believe it, bro. it's not believe exactly. And it's like when 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 you operate on the entrepreneurship side, you you realize these numbers we're talking about are minuscule, bro. These numbers are like fucking like crumbs. $15,000. People doubt they can even make $15,000. I just did the math. 200 people times $75. Facts. Let's think about a club right now, like a, like a like a major club in the city, like Rebel, for example, right? How much? You ever been to Rebel? Yeah. I went to shout out Young Lean. I saw Young Lean perform at Rebel. Okay. I've never actually been, bro. Do you, okay. Do like, you have like estimate how much people think they could fit in there? A lot, bro. It's a big club. So let's say even like five thousand people. That yeah, for sure you could do that. How much you paid to get in there? Uh, I feel like it was fifty bucks or something. Fifty dollars. Something like that. Okay. We'll say fifty. Fifty dollars times five thousand people. Two hundred fifty k. They do that every weekend. Absolutely. They do that every weekend. Absolutely. So so to think you know someone it it it, it dealt himself to make fifteen thousand dollars off of two hundred people, right? It just. It just lets me know that like I need to keep doing what I'm doing and open people's mind, you know, because when you get in certain other rooms, fifty thousand dollars is is the least. And it's so possible. Yeah. It's so possible. You know what I'm trying to say? And once you get it the first time, you'll be like, damn, I could do it again. Well sometimes that's that's what it takes, you know? You're absolutely right. And I like though I like how you you focus on you do have to do this first. Like, you can't get the million before being able to get 15K. Exactly. You know, like, who's going to invest in you if you never brought a dollar in? Nobody. Nobody. And and the fact that you can even do that, improve, have that on your resume, like, yeah, investor, record label. So we had did three shows this year. We brought out 200 people. We did one in Toronto, one in Montreal, one in, what, Hamilton. And we brought out 200 people to each show. We were able to gross, you know, um, around $8,000 profit. No, sorry, we were able to profit about $8,000, right? Gross about 15 k So together, that's $45,000 we have made over the last year off of three shows. Even if you spread that out over six shows, you get 100 people each show, right? Oh, now we're talking. Now exactly. I might have some money for you for a record deal. You see what I'm trying to say? You put a resume together. Come on, man. Big facts, man. Yeah. That's real. That, that That's fucking gems, bro. Telling that's you. real gems. Generating your own income. Huge. And, and it's so easy with, like, products. A ticket or, or, or a shirt. That's a product. Yeah. It's very easy. It's a lot. If you have demand around you, products is the easiest way for you to eat. Streams. It's like you're getting like fractions of a cent, and then, you know, you're not you're not at the at the fucking cash register. Facts. You know what I mean? Like the person is on their app deciding what they want to listen to, versus you know you, you having someone or you being there present yourself to kind of like 
market and push those ticket sales and have that that, ex- that extra level of control, right? Real so, two hundred products at seventy five dollars a pop, fifteen thousand dollars. That math is not insane. And no, it's possible. You know, and the more people get their head around that shit, they'll have a way better like grip on where they're going. I agree, bro. I agree because it uh, what you said isn't telling lies. It's potential. Yeah, it's all potential. It's never a guarantee. It's mm. never anything, but it's here. Like exactly. those those numbers are achievable. No one can say otherwise. Exactly. I love it, man. Just put, just put the math together, bro. Pull out your calculator. You know. <laughs> put a plan together. Make sure you're profitable at the end of the calculation, bro. At the end of the fucking equation, just do some shit, bro. Even if even if you just break even, at least you can do another one. Huge facts, bro. Honestly, I I don't maybe I'm tripping, but mm. I feel like losing money is not the worst thing in the world because you Straight learn down. so much. If it's an amount hundred bucks, I can afford to lose a hundred bucks. Mm. It won't cripple me. Yeah. Ideally, let's make some money on it. If I mm. lose that hundred or I don't make it back. I definitely figure out a way to do it next time. Exactly. You know, or at least get closer. Exactly, bro. And it's like that's part of it too. It's not really so much like um something you can avoid, bro. No, yo, that's fast. You might gonna <laughs> yeah. you're gonna lose some money. Yeah. You're gonna lose some money. You gotta be cool with that. Definitely. Real shit. I'd have lost a couple bucks, bro. You have to. I don't see any other way. Mm-hmm. You gotta take a risk. Like it's not you know, the the future is not in your safe zone. Not in your comfort zone. The future is somewhere you've never been before. So, you know, you might get lost on your way, but fuck, you got to do what you got to do. Real shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, it was absolutely a pleasure speaking with you, bro. Likewise. Hour and 20 minutes in of fucking gems. Gems. Love it, bro. What's your um, social media? Where can people find you? Yeah, man. It's 701 Max. Back to make an impact. Shout out Versatile Vigilante for bringing me out. You know, it's another beautiful day. Lots of money is always on the way. You find me on Instagram, TikTok. Everything is 701MAXX, right? Um, if you're an artist, you want to lock in, you're trying to build your fan base, you need someone to help you with some digital marketing, whatever the case may be, reach out, connect with me. I'm always looking to connect um, with more artists. I'm always looking to do more business and, you know, just connect with me, bro. I'm open to it. Even if you're not an artist, whatever it is, you, you think we got some synergy in what we do, let's chop it up, bro. It ain't too hard to get at me. Ask, uh, ask Vigilante. Yo, it didn't take long, man. Couple messages, let's get it. Mm-hmm. Love it, bro. Yo, I appreciate you, man. 701 Max, a lot of gems. Shout out to everyone doing their thing in the city, outside the city. Let's get it, bro. 2023.